This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. In fact, the whole beginning of the Sefer is a time for us to start to prepare ourselves for Pesach emotionally, spiritually, start to visualize what the experience of Shibud Mitzrayim, of slavery in Egypt, and Tzias Mitzrayim, the Exodus would have looked like and felt like. Ultimately, the goal will be to get to say tonight, Chai of Adam Nires is We've got to see ourselves as being part of the story, which the Pietzetzner ever says is really the way we're meant to learn every single piece of Tanakh. We have to imagine that we were there. Every nation has their origin story, and this is ours a family of 70 souls that experiences, quite counterintuitively, a population explosion that for some reason keeps on going, despite of, or even perhaps because of, the oppression. But it's a nation who've lost their essential identity, a nation who's got their sense of self-worth utterly destroyed by an oppressive regime. The Bnei Yisrael. Now at the bottom of the barrel. It's a far cry the brothers of Yosef who were given the royal treatment. It's a hopeless situation. We're a slave nation. There are no international bodies to turn to. There's no one who's going to campaign for human rights, and certainly not for emancipation. And against the backdrop of this hopeless situation, the nation's leader, Amram, gives up hope and divorces his wife. He cannot bear to bring more children into this world. In fact, according to the Medrash and the Alkit Shemayim, his first two children's names reflect this hopelessness. Miriam comes from the word Ma, life is so bitter, it's so hard, it's so tough. Shvetzer Zainayi, though he probably didn't say it in Yiddish. Aaron, which sounds like I Heraya and woe to the pregnancy that the child's going to have to be born into this decrepit world. The world is so painful. It's such a difficult place to be. Why not just end the story here with national suicide? So I don't have any more kids. Let's end the story here. Along comes the hero of the story, says the Medrash. And a man from the house of Levi went. Where did he go? Where did Amram go? Amram of Yudabazrina. Shahalach Ba'atas Peter, he went upon the advice of his daughter. Tana was taught, Amram was the great leader of the generation. And when Pharaoh decreed, that every man, every male that is born is going to get cast into the river. We're wasting our time, there's no point anymore. Amram Vagarach he divorces his wife. Amdu Kulan, everyone followed suit and divorced their wives too. Comes little Miriam. She tugs at his cloak or his tunic and says, Father, Daddy, Abba, Abba, you're worse than Paran. You are worse than Paran. Heavy words from a young girl. Daddy, you're worse than Paran. Pharaoh, he only decreed against the boys. And you, by divorcing your wife and having no more children, your decree is against the boys and the girls. Pharaoh, 
his decree is only in this world, that his children will live in the world to come. But you're not bringing children into this world, they'll never get to the world to come. Pharaoh's decrees, who knows if they're going to succeed or not, but yours certainly will. With true intellectual honesty, Amram gets up, he's heard intently, he's been listening, remarries his wife, and the whole Jewish nation follows suit. What are we meant to take from this? One of my favorite quotes from Rabbi Sachs, it's where he says, the only sane response to anti-Semitism is to monitor it, fight it, but never let it affect our idea of who we are. Pride is always a healthier response than shame. Miriam may have a bitter life, Mar. But let's not forget the end of her name, Yam. She's got an eye on the future to the miracles of the Yamsuf. She understands it's not just about the now. Because if we look at the present, we can get depressed. It's a very scary world. But the secret of our survival is our emunah. Is our hope in a world redeemed in a better world. Quote him again. Optimism is the belief that things are going to get better. Hope is the belief that we can make things better. Optimism is a passive virtue. Hope is an active one. It takes no courage to be an optimist. But it does need courage to hope. Look at the world around us. There is so much pain. There is so much suffering. It's overwhelming. Whether it's economic and financial. Whether it's personal. Whether it's rising anti-Semitism in every single country. Miriam's message. We never give up. We're a nation that's always looking to the future. We're looking to the future with hope. As active participants in making a difference to the world. In playing our part in the story of Kalanisol. Which will ultimately lead to the Gula Shleim. To the ultimate redemption of all mankind. This is our story. The secret of it all is never to get stuck in the moment and overwhelmed by the pressures. Kalal Yisrael marched to a different beat. We never get stuck in the moment. We've always got an eye on the future. Most glorious destiny. We have a role to play. Miriam tells us, yeah, things might be bitter now. They might be mar. But as a young Eventually the day will come when the world will be filled with knowledge of Hashem like water covers the sea. May we be zeichet to be active participants in making that day happen very soon. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com